Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Happy Monday, everyone. And how is everyone doing? I hope you're doing okay. This is your girl, Tough Tiff, and I would like to welcome all of you to Tiff the Truth. Did you have a nice Easter and Resurrection Day? I know I did, because my Lord and Savior in Jesus Christ, he rose on the third day of Easter Sunday, and he overcame death just to save you and me. And so for that, we have a lot to be grateful for and thankful for. But today is also April 5th, 2021, and we are also celebrating National Go For Broke Day. Yes, you heard me right. Today is National Go For Broke Day. And it simply means to never give up on your dreams. No matter what the odds are or despite the challenges you might face, don't stop striving to achieve your goals. So keep pressing and keep pushing and take all the risks necessary and go for broke. So today on Tiff the Truth, we will be discussing if Christianity is a lifestyle. Is Christianity a lifestyle? And what does that really mean? Well, to me, to be honest, it means that Christianity is not a religion because it should be a way we should all strive to live our lives. Just like John 3.16 reminds us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So with that being said, we as believers of Christ should work every day to live our lives in a godly way. And we do that by sharing and showing love and compassion and forgiveness for others and just doing the will of God. So on today's episode on Tiff the Truth, I will be speaking with my special guest, and cousin, and she is a true woman of God. And I'm so excited to have her on the show so she can share her wisdom and really explain to us why Christianity is a lifestyle. So at this time, I would like to introduce my special guest. Her name is Mrs. Liberta Peaches Lamel Davis, and she is affectionately known as Pastor Peaches. She has served as the senior pastor of Holy Temple Non-Denominational Church in Chicago, Illinois for the past five years. Pastor Peaches is also the director of Jewels, the women's ministry that sparkles for Jesus. In addition to pastoring and working in ministry, this woman of God has worked diligently in the community with persons who have autism and other disabilities. And Pastor Peaches is the vice president of Diamonds, which is an organization that celebrates caregivers who go the extra mile of attending to people with special needs. And Pastor Peaches attended the University of New Orleans, where she majored in elementary education. She was an honor student at DSB Bible College in New Orleans, where she studied Christian education and pastoral studies. Pastor Peaches works as a paraprofessional in Brookwood School District 167, but guess what? She'll be retiring at the end of the school year. What a blessing. 
And Pastor Peaches is a sought-after speaker, preacher, praying warrior, counselor, devoted wife, and loving mother of one son. And if anyone asks Pastor Peaches who she is, her response would be, I am a woman who loves God and has a heart and compassion for people. So at this time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I would like to introduce to some and to present to others my very special guest today on Tiff the Truth. Let's please show some love for Pastor Peaches. Well, hello, Peaches. How are you today? I'm doing real good, Tiffany, and yourself? I'm doing very well, and I just want to thank you for taking the time to be on Tiff the Truth. This means a lot to me because you're my cousin, and I'm excited because I know you are a true woman of God, and you have a lot of wisdom, and I know my listeners are going to be blessed by what you have to say. So thank you again for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and my privilege. So thank you. Thank you so much. So how's your family? How's everybody doing? Everybody is real good. Thank you for asking. Excited that Easter was so awesome. And we just celebrating the Lord, celebrating each other. And everything is really good. Oh, that's good. So everybody had a good time for Easter and Resurrection Day, right? (laughs) Yeah. Resurrection Sunday is what we call it. Yes. That's right. Absolutely phenomenal. Service was really good with the praise reports and everything because God is moving by his power and his spirit. And we just excited that Jesus got up. Yes, on the third day, okay? And because he got up, we can too. So we're excited about that. Yes, amen to that. So I just wanted to, you know, say to my listeners, even though they know a little bit about you, I always just like to give them a little information. What's my connection to my guest? So everybody already knows she's my cousin, and she's actually my cousin on my father's side. My father, Elvin Turnbull, he's no longer with us, but he has a wonderful family, and Peaches is actually more like a play sister to me than anything because she's one of those people that she's very reliable. You can always count on her. She's compassionate. She's loving. And I just want you to know I really appreciate the relationship that I have with you because you are. You've always been there for me. You've been there for the good, the bad. And that means a lot to me because, you know, you can't always call on people. And I know that if I need you, I know I can count on you. And that means a lot. So I just want you to know that I really do appreciate you being my family. <laughs> so. Oh, that's so sweet. I appreciate you, Tiffany. The feeling <laughs> is mutual. I thank God for you because you are a blessing. And I'm very proud of you and oh. what God is doing in your life. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. Hey, I'm just trying to follow your footsteps a little bit. <laughs> 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 so so as I was explaining earlier when I was in introducing you in your bio, um, you was talking about how you work with the caregivers with a program called Diamonds. So I was wondering if you could kind of briefly tell us a little more about that. Well, Diamonds is an organization whereas we celebrate caregivers. Mm. So people who go the extra mile taking care of persons with special needs, whether they're sick or have a disability or what have you, but those persons who actually take out the time and spend time with those persons, let them know that they're not thrown away. Somebody loves them and cares for them. So we will, um, from time to time, give gifts to them, gift cards or whatever. Um, we give um, 
a little um, plaque just letting them know you're remembered and we appreciate you because somebody has to do it and everybody doesn't have the patience That's but right. God um, he gives us he blesses us with special people mm-hmm. to take care of those with special needs and that's what Diamonds does my girlfriend and I actually Dr. Valerie Green we um, organized the um, Diamonds together actually mm-hmm. through our job and she serves as the president and I serve as the vice wow that is awesome and you're right somebody have to do it and the fact that people are taking the time out to work with people with special needs that's a blessing you know because there's a lot of people out there that need assistance need help so that's that's awesome that you're you're taking that time out to let those people know that they are appreciated and they are definitely needed so that's yes, good. they are needed. <laughs> and I know firsthand because my only child has autism. So for me, it's personal. Mm. And then my girlfriend, her mother had Alzheimer's. And we're like, some, you know, we need to celebrate people because we understand what it is. That's right. Um, we live it firsthand. Mm-hmm. And by us being in those shoes, walking in those shoes, we're like, let's, you know, let's do this. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, speaking of your son, did you want to give a shout out to the rest of your beautiful family? Yes, let me give a shout out to my husband, Barry. I love you, honey. And a shout out to Rico, my one and only son. I thank God for him. And also, I want to give a shout out to my sister, my mother. Let me say her first. That's right. This Sunday. (laughs) That's right. And my sisters, Tixie and Penny, and the rest of my family. Wow. Love you all. And also, my church family, Holy Temple. Mm. Yeah, you can't forget them because they. They are definitely part of the family. And speaking of your mother, you're right. She is a diva. Her and my mother, they were so close because they were both, they're both fashionable. And, you know, they was all into, you know, looking good and everything. So, yes, I love your mother. She is such a sweetheart. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And you know I loved your mom. Yes. And they were like sisters, very, very close. Very close, very close. So we have a lot of history together. So I'm just so excited about this show because, you know, a lot of people, they get into debate about Christianity. Is it a religion? Is it a lifestyle? And, you know, like I tell people all the time, you know, we all have our different interpretations of the Bible and God's word. But I really thought this was a good topic, especially, you know, being we just had Easter and, you know, we're just celebrated resurrection. And I said this would be a good topic because a lot of people want to know what is Christianity? Is it a religion? Is it a lifestyle? So I was just like, this would be an awesome show. So are you ready to get started? (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) Okay. So in your own words, Pastor Peaches, um, what would you say, you know, as far as, you know, the question here is, how can we learn to not only be hearers of the word, but doers of the word? Because we always can hear the word, but how can we apply that to our lives so we can be better Christians and better people? Well, in order to be a doer of the word, you have to actually fall in love with God. Mm. When you fall, literally fall in love with God, and it's a personal thing. So when you fall in love with God, you're going to fall in love with his word. Because we know that Jesus was, is the word. We know that John tells us that. And so it becomes a part of you wanting to do all you can to please God. 
God. Mm. If you really love somebody, then you do everything you can to make them happy. Mm. If there is something that um, grieves them or will hurt them, you're not going to do it. That's right. That's you know, right. Psalms 119 and 11 says, Thy word have mm. I hid in my heart so that I may not sin against thee. Mm. We don't want to sin against God. That's right. Now, if I'm just hearing his word mm -hmm. and not applying it, not doing anything, it's not doing me any good. It's just like if my husband would say to me, I would love for you to make me a nice Sunday meal. I would love for you to make me a nice so And he kept saying it over and over, and I never did it. I'm not taking heed right. to what he said. I'm not honoring his request. It's the same thing with God. Mm. So if he keeps saying and letting us know the things that grieve him, he hates sin, why would I keep sinning? Mm. I can't do that. Okay. But the only way that you can become a doer, you have to really love God. I love it. And that's how you become a doer of the word rather than just hearing it. I love it. And that's and that's a good point because like you said, we can we can hear the word all day, but if we're not taking time to actually apply it to our life and really say, okay, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop sinning. I'm going to stop disrespecting, you know, whatever it is, you know, disrespecting your body or, you know, disrespecting your relationship that you have with God, whatever the case may be. So you are absolutely right. I agree with you. We definitely need to apply it. And like you said, just have a better relationship with God. It's all about a choice. And that's one thing I love about God. You know, he don't force the relationship. You know, he always no. it's up to us. So yes, I agree yes, with he you. Gives us, yes, cousin, he gives us free will. And the thing about it, people may not realize, is that when we sin mm -hmm. and we just blatantly sin, we little what we're doing is hanging Jesus, we're nailing him back on the cross. Mm. We're crucifying him all over again every time we sin because when you know that word you do better. Wow. That's when true. you know better, you do better. That's right. I agree. I definitely agree with yeah. you. Wow, that's a good point. Okay, so my next question for you is, how do we know when God is communicating with us? Because you know how sometimes people say, well, God spoke to me. God told me this. You know, God said, don't do this and do that. So how do we really know if it's God or if it's the enemy or if it's just our own imagination? So how do we really know it's really God speaking to us? You first of all have to have a personal relationship with God. Okay. And then you can distinguish between the spirits. Mm. See, God, when he comes in, he'll come in and he'll sup with us. Okay. We experience an inner peace when God talks to us. Mm. The spirit and the flesh war against each other. We know that. Right. The Lord wants to pull us in the right direction. He wants us to do the right thing. The enemy, on the other hand, wants to pull us his way because he doesn't want us to be close to God. Mm. So he's trying to take all that he can with him um, to hell. Wow. Where he's going to end up. However, when we hear from God... Again, God's going to give us an inner peace. Yes. We're going to have a refreshing. Mm -hmm. Let's say you are in a war against something. You're like, oh, which way should I go? I'm hearing this or I'm hearing that voice. Right. But 
I'm telling you, you're going to know when it's truly, truly God. Because you can be worrying about something, trying mm-hmm. to figure it out. And then you just be like, you know what? I'm not going to even worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And the Lord will come in and he'll speak that answer to you and make it just as plain and clear. Yes. See, God is not one that will confuse you. And everything he does, he does it perfect, as we know. Yes, Because true. he is a God of perfection. Mm. And so... That peace and that refreshing that you're going to feel and that assurance that everything is all right. You know, okay, Lord, this is God because I don't have to worry about it anymore. I'm no longer burdened. I'm not wondering this and that. I'm not being tossed to and fro, if you will. So I can take a deep breath because God has came in and spoken with me and you'll know that. Wow. I love it. And that is so true because... A lot of times, you know, like you say, we're worrying about our situation. We're trying to figure out how this is going to happen. What what should I do? But my thing is this. If you're going to pray, don't worry. Now, if you're going to worry, don't pray. You know, both of them don't work together. And that is so true. When you let go and let God just handle the situation, he will give you that perfect peace. You'll just, you'll just feel relieved. You'll just be like, okay, God, God already worked it out. While you're up there stressing and worrying about it. He already took Uh care of it for you. So I definitely agree with you. And, you know, another thing, too, and me and my sister, we talk about this sometimes. You know how sometimes, you you know, your first mind will tell you to go left. And then the second, the second saying to go, to go right, and we'll say all the time, that's that's God telling you to go left. And then when you change it, change it up and go right, then that's that's the enemy. And and usually when you do the opposite, it doesn't work out for you. So I've just learned to always follow my first man, because that's usually God. I, to me, that's just my opinion. I just think that's God, you know, just giving you that wisdom, just letting you know this is the direction you should go. So. I definitely agree yes, with you. Yes, he'll let you know, cousin, and what happens is sometimes we can be praying about a particular thing. We need clarity. Right. We need to know we're hearing from God. And you're warm with it, warm with it. You leave it alone. You yes. just go ahead and give it to God. Cast mm. our care upon him because he cares for us. That's what the Bible tells us. Mm. And so when we do that, and then you may not think about it anymore. It's mm. worried you so and worried you so. And then the Lord may bring it back up a week, two weeks later yes. or whatever. And then you be like, wow. And you get that assurance. Yes. And you know, okay, God. Okay. So this is my answer. Wow. So you may not get it right away. That's true. And sometimes we don't get the answer right away. It's because we're not ready for it. Mm, tell it The Lord has to prepare us for a thing. That's true. And it may not be that he's saying no, but... Um, there are times when you said not right now. Not That's yet. it. Not, not yet. right yet. now. I got to work on you a little more. That's uh, right. I have something better for you. So no, not yet. Right. But it's coming and God's on time for you. And so that's why we need to just give it to the Lord because he knows much, much better than we do what lies ahead and what's mm. best for us. Amen. I agree with you. And sometimes you're right. Sometimes you just, you're not ready for that blessing and he got to get you right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. so yes. we got to learn how to be patient. We really do. I agree with you. Wow, that's awesome. All right, so my next question for you, and this is basically the the show. Is Christianity a lifestyle or is it a religion? Because a lot of people debate about that. What is your opinion on that? Christianity is definitely, without a shadow of a doubt, a lifestyle. Yes. It is not a religion. Religion is a ritual. Mm. Listen to this. Religion, oh, I'm so glad I got good religion. Religion Mm. is, I go to church. Mm. Well, why do you go to church? 
Well, for some people, I've been in church all my life. It's just what I do. I was brought up in the church. Right. And then for others, it's a social club. Mm. They go and meet their friends. There are some who go looking for a spouse. Mm. And there's not, nothing wrong with having, um, you know, meeting your spouse in the church or what have you. But that's not the main reason we're going. We're going because we want to hear a word from the Lord. And we're also going to glorify and yes. His name. Amen. See? That's mm. where we're going. And so you can tell when it's religion with people mm-hmm. because of the way they act. Some people can put on good airs, if you will. Yes. They know how to play the role. Right. They know how to throw the handkerchief. They know how to throw their hand up. They know how to dance and shout all over the church. They do cockwheels and splits and back <laughs> in the church. Right, right. They know how to do that. Right. They know how to go through the motions. They have religion. Mm. But... Christianity is when it's in your heart. Yes. Do you have a clear and pure heart? You're not worried about the theatrics Mm. and you're not caught up in all of that. But Christianity is genuine. Mm. It's a lifestyle. This is who I am. This is what I do. Like there was a song out a few years ago. Praise is what I do. That's right. That's right. Christianity is me. Yes. And you can tell even what comes out of my mouth. People say, oh, yeah, that's a Christian. I don't have to be saying thank you, Jesus, glory to God every that's right. time. That's Other right. people know that I'm a pastor, but they can just tell by the way I'm carrying myself. That's am right. Am I carrying myself like a child of God? How am I treating people? Yes. And listen to this. You can always tell how much a person loves God by the way they treat people. Wow. That's true. You are so right. It doesn't matter how you treat me. Mm-hmm. When Pastor used to say when I was a little girl, it's popular for this. It doesn't matter how you treat me, but it makes all the difference of um, how I treat you. Wow. See? So mm. Christianity, there are certain things you're not going to do when you have um, um, real Christianity, when you're sincere. But yes. if you just have religion, you do anything because you can go out right. and be out all night long Saturday night and get up a couple of hours later and go to church because you got religion. That's right. But Christianity is like, oh, no, I can't do that. I can't go there because when you have Christianity, mm-hmm. you're like Second Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, mm. he is a new creature. That's right. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Yes. That's Christianity. That's the lifestyle. Mm. Living the life of Christ. I love it. I love it. Yeah. What would Jesus do? Remember that saying that was out some years ago? They had them all on the caps on Yes. (laughs) What would Jesus do? Am I doing what Jesus would do? Mm, Okay. Am I acting like I'm one of his? Can people tell that I belong to God? Mm -hmm. So it is truly, truly, without a shadow of a doubt, a lifestyle. Because, again, it's sincerity. It's realness. You see? Wow. And I'm Christ-centered. Mm. That's my lifestyle. Okay. And my main focus is on Jesus. It's my lifestyle. Lifestyle. I care about him and love him more than anything else. Not religion. Religion has nothing to do with it, really. That's it's right. Ritual. Wow. You. I love it. I love it. And you're right. And it's a personal thing when it's when it's a Absolutely. lifestyle. You know, like you said. Yeah. It, like you said, what would Jesus do? It make you think. Like, okay. I know he wouldn't do this. He, I know he wouldn't go there. I know he wouldn't be around these group of people. So it does. It, it makes you realize, you know, if you are a Christian, you got to think about some of the things you're doing. And not saying that you're perfect and that you're not going to make mistakes and, and that you're not going to, you know, mess up. But it just makes you more mindful 
of what you should be doing and what you should not be doing. So, yes. And, and let me tell you about Christianity as well. Another point I want to bring up, Tiffany, is that when you really, really love God, when mm-hmm. you are a Christian, a child of God, you're not going to be comfortable in sin mm. because, because the Holy Spirit will convict you. Mm. And you're like, oh, I feel so, t- I, I know better. I know that was wrong. Right. You can't do it mm. when you really love God. It's certain things I can't do, certain places I cannot go. Okay. Now, if I happen to go in a bar, then I need to be going there to tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. That's right. I'm not going there to hang out and be drinking and carrying <laughs> on. Okay, right, say I'm pulling up by them, right. <laughs> so exactly. That, again, would be religion. Right, But my right. lifestyle, they'd be like, oh, the only reason she was in here, she had a Bible, she was passing out Bible, she was telling people about the Word. Right. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, had little pluggers telling them, you know, giving them hope and what have you, praying for folk in the barroom. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I get what you say. Like you say, you shouldn't be trying to pull up and trying to have a drink with them. But like you said, you should be trying to tell them about how they can change their lives and how they can have a Absolutely. personal relationship yes. with Christ. Oh, wow. I love yeah. it. Okay. Well, my next question. Now, this one um, is going to be interesting. Um, it says here, our visions and dreams the same or are they different because a lot of people get that mixed up when they say oh i had a vision and some people say no it was a dream so what are your thoughts on that okay visions and dreams differ the reason i'm saying that is because a vision is an idea that is intended to become a reality Mm. see okay you don't just have the idea about mm-hmm. something or a business or a ministry right. or doing a career, whatever it is. You don't just have that idea, mm-hmm. but you have that idea for it to become something real. Mm. In other words, vision has to go somewhere. That's right. That's right. And it's going to become reality one day. And what we do, we set forth goals in order to reach the vision. Mm. See, okay. Let me tell you, with vision, I have to see it I got to visualize this thing. I got to actually see it. Can I see it? That's right. Then not only can I see it, I'm looking at this. I'm seeing it. This is going to come to pass for me. Mm. But in addition to that, I'm believing it in my heart. Mm. I believe that this will be. I, I, I just believe it. You can't get me to shed this thing. It's going to come to pass. Okay. Remember about to say, write the vision and make it plain. That's right. So it's Terry. It's not going to always carry. It's not going to always linger. One day it's going to happen for me. But I got to write this vision and I got to make it plain because the enemy will try and even steal my thoughts. He doesn't want me to go forth with vision. That's right. That's right. Wow. Now, when I have vision, I'm putting forth effort with action. Okay. And I'm anticipating what will become Mm -hmm. that thing that I'm seeing. Okay. A dream, on the other hand, is an idea about a desire. Mm, Okay. Okay, I'm dreaming that I want to win the jackpot lottery. Okay. I want to win big in the lottery. I'm dreaming that. That's right. (laughs) Right. But, But... 
That's what a person would say. I'm dreaming. Oh, I'm just dreaming. I'm going to win the lottery. I'm going to go and play tomorrow so I can win big. Right. <laughs> okay. But with vision, oh, God has given me this vision. I'm going to work this vision. And see, you put work in that vision. Mm. I'm going to work this thing because God has told me I'm believing God for my own business. And you start wherever he tells you to. Mm. With me, it's my church. Okay. See? So God has given me a vision that we're going to be a great church. Oh, yes. We're already one of the most lovingest churches this side of heaven. That's true. And so what we're going to do is we're going to continue to be a blessing even while we're in the midst of growing. Mm. I never say small because God is not a small God. He's a great big God. That's right. So we're growing and we're going somewhere. Mm. In the midst of us growing and going somewhere, well, let's keep giving. Let's be a blessing to the community. Okay. Okay. Let's give to those who are less fortunate. Mm. We've broken this vision. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then with love and kindness have I drawn them is what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And people will say, oh, this church, they really care. They ain't a great big church, but they really love the people that's I right go there that's right see? okay and we will we, um join them and winning them with the love and the kindness and it's real it's genuine because what comes from the heart reaches the heart it sure does so again vision and dreams are different wow I'm, I'm so glad you broke it down that way. And you're right. And, and that vision is what God gives us. You know, he's letting us know this is something that I want to give to you. All right. And I'm sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We just had a little technical difficulties there for a minute, but we're back. So anyway, with Pastor Peaches, so we have a final question and I am enjoying the show and I know my listeners are too. You are definitely dropping down some golden nuggets for us tonight. So I really appreciate that. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. (laughs) So the final question for you, in your own opinion, how can we as believers of Christ get our own houses in order and get spiritually ready for Jesus to return? You know, I'm glad you asked that question because I, I was thinking about this. A few years ago, I preached a sermon called The Guest of Honor. Mm. Uh, guess who's coming to dinner? The Guest of Honor. Mm. So, we as believers can get our own house in order yes. by treating every day as if it's our last day. I love it. The reason we need to do that is because we don't know if it is. That's true. So we can't assume that we're going to be here tomorrow because only God knows. Okay. We don't know when our expiration date is. Mm. And so while we're here, we want to make sure that everything is all right. Mm. Just in case he happens to come back one minute from now. That's right. Just in case this is my last breath, I want to know where I'm going. Mm. I don't want to take chances. That's right. Oh, I got a few years and plan with God. No, no, because we don't know. Tomorrow is not promised to us. That's right. So what we do is, again, we treat it as if it's our very last day. This is my last day on earth. Mm. And we prepare for Jesus' return. Mm. Remember, I told you just a minute ago how I spoke on the guest of honor. That's right. So you know how we're cleaning up our house? We're yes. expecting um, a big dinner or whatever, but we got a special guest coming. Right. And we want everything to be immaculately clean. Mm. And have you ever had a dinner where you cleaned up everything? You'd be like, oh, wow, how did I miss this spot? And then you go scrubbing real quick. <laughs> oh, yes. The guests are coming in the next 10 minutes. Right. That's how to be with God. Wow. Oh, 
my house is on order. Oh, but wait a minute. I did this here. Oh, oh no, I got to clean it up. I still have this lingering. Because, okay. you know, um, we do die daily. That's okay, right. That. So every day I need to be taking off something mm. that's not pleasing to God. Wow. See? Mm. And I got to make sure that my house doesn't have a spot or a wrinkle. Mm. I got to make sure that I'm walking in perfection. That's as right. As best I can. That's as right. As best I can. Yes. And I cannot just willingly, knowingly, out and out, do the things that displease God. Mm. So I'm getting myself together. I'm getting myself in position because again it could be my last time Mm -hmm. see it could be my last breath and so I want to make sure that when he does come when he comes oh the table is spread Lord I'm here I'm just waiting for you just you know you can just go ahead and take me just as I am because I got everything in order like I said as best I can that's right and that's another reason when we pray you know, we ought to say, Father, forgive us of our sins. Yes. Knowing and unknowingly. That's right. See? Mm. Some things you just out now doing, you know better. You don't have no business doing that or going that place or hanging out with those folk. You exactly. know that. And then there may be something that you miss. So, Lord, just in case I thought to you. I did something. Yes. I had uh, um, some malice in my just in case. Yes. God, forgive me of those sins that maybe I missed. Yes, forgive me. And make sure I get it right. Mm. So if you find if you see anything in me that's not right, God blot it out. I love just it. Just like David said, blot out all my transgressions. Yes. Make me white as snow. Clean mm. created me a clean heart. Yes. So we want to make sure that we are right with God. Yes. And we get right by studying his word. That's right. And by being a doer, which we talked about earlier, being That's a right. doer of his word, mm-hmm. getting it together. But you got to get in the word so you can know what does God like. That's right. What is it that displeases him? Yes. And his word will tell me mm-hmm. that's my roadmap to heaven. Mm. See? Okay. And so I study. I got to I gotta get in. I got to study. God, I want to know more of you. Yes. Like that's Paul right. said, I, I want to know as much as I can about you. Mm. See? Okay. Make it plain to me. God, reveal yourself to me. That's right. And I just want to be right. There was a song out. Lord, I just want to be right. That's right. Make me right. Just make, make me, me right. Holy. Make me pure. Yes, yes, Make yes. me right, oh God. Yes, Lord. See? Yes, Lord. And so I'm getting this thing together. I mm. want to be right, and I want to be ready when you come, mm. because I'm preparing for my special guest of honor, which is you, dear Lord. Wow. I love it. Get my house in order. Well, we got some oh, work yes. to do. <laughs> That's <for sure>. Yes. <laughs> and it's true, because why I'm worrying about somebody else's house is my house right? So you're right. We definitely need to get our house in order because we never know. Because like they say, when he come, he going to come quick, like a thief in the night. So we got to be ready. That's what the Bible says. That's right. That's, That's what the exactly word. right. We have to be. And you can't, and, and you know, we can't be focused on everybody else. We got to make sure we're right, like you just said. That's right. So what all the dirty laundry, all of this here, <laughs> unclean stuff, just take it away. That's uh-uh, right. I got to get rid of it. That's it's right. It's got to go. Yes. Because there's no place in my house for it. That's right. Absolutely That's right. no place in my house. Mm. It's not welcome here. It doesn't belong here. Yes. Wrong thoughts and sowing um, seeds of discord. Yes. And all of this here, it has to go. Got to go clean my house yes i love it yes, yes. <laughs> i love it that he wants to visit and let me tell you you know we are taught that god cannot he will not dwell in an unclean temple that's right so you want your temple to be clean that's right 
That's right. Yes. Yes, because we already know. We just celebrated Easter and Resurrection. We know what mm-hmm. Jesus went through for our sins. So we, we got to yes. get it right. We got to get it right now. We really do. <laughs> we have to get it right because, you know, the Bible says um, that he showed his love. He demonstrated his love toward us. That's right. That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Mm. We weren't deserving. Yes. Doing all kind of stuff. But yet Jesus went to Calvary's cross for us yes. for every sin mm. every matter of sickness and disease because he loves us just that much yes. and so don't you know if he went through all of that beaten beyond recognition oh. um, nobody on earth has ever been beaten the way Jesus was beaten Yes, yes. and so if he's going to do all of that for us we do, he deserves our very best that's right we ought to want to Lord I just want to be right because you did this for me when I wasn't even thinking about you. Yes, yes, you're right. You are, and so we right. need to give that some thought. And that in itself, mm-hmm. if nothing else, would make us say, "Oh yeah, I got to get my house in order." That's right. Gotta I got to do it right. what's right before you come back. Because one thing you deserve it, Lord. You yes. deserve for me to at least show my appreciation for all the suffering that you went through for me. Yes, yes, he did. Oh my gosh, just to think about. We can't even imagine, you know, we, we talk about our little pain. That was, we have, we, we can't even imagine what he went through. And like you said, it's really time for us to get right and get our houses in order because we never yes. know when he's coming back, but we know he's coming back That's soon. Right. <laughs> That's, That's right. true. That's right. Wow. Yes. This has been an awesome show. I have learned a lot and I know my listeners have learned a lot. And, you know, just in case someone wanted to come and visit your church or to, you know, hear you speak again. Can you give them some information how they'll be able to reach you or see you or, you know, come and visit your church? You know, I'm not sure if your church is open yet. So, you know, if you could share that information, that would be awesome. Okay, well, our church is Holy Temple Non-Denominational Church. We're located at 8518 South Racine in Chicago, Illinois, on the south side of Chicago. Presently, we're not in the building due to to the pandemic, and I believe in being obedient because we want this pandemic lifted. That's right. And so they say we need to keep our distance. That's exactly what we need to do. Okay. But God always has a way. Aren't we glad about that? He's an awesome God. All the time. Even though we cannot. (laughs) meet in person we have service every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock on Zoom I'm also on Facebook under Pastor Peaches Holy Temple okay Holy Temple Pastor Peaches you can find us on Facebook okay okay Um, I get up to preach around 1130 okay um, Central Standard Time but if you want to join us on Zoom you can join us on Sundays as well Okay. And that number is, the meeting ID number is 85273849407. And the code is 2019. Mm, okay? okay. So that's on Sunday mornings at uh, 11 o'clock as well. And again, I'm up ministering around the 1130 um, hour. So we would be glad to have anybody who would like to come. And let me say um, something about our church. Our church is a growing church, but our motto is the church that welcomes and loves everybody. Mm. Because we're not a church with big eyes and little U's. You know, you don't matter. Everybody matters. Everybody. And the only center 
Uh, the only center is Jesus. Mm. So it's all about him. And we're in this thing together. Wow. So we will show you much love and we'll be glad to have you. We also have our Jewels Women's Ministry where we meet quarterly and we do some awesome things with Jewels. Okay. Um, and we just minister to the women. We play fun games, Christian games. We connect as women. We encourage and uplift each other. Mm. We pray. We have our Bible study. So we do so many things. And we also have Lydia's Library. So we have a library with the Christian books um, with inside of the Jewels Ministry. We also have um, Hannah's Pantry where we give clothing to women wow. um, and children. And we also have Anna's Kitchen, where mm. we're going to be giving away food. And okay. we do that from time to time as well. Uh, my husband, he goes with me and we go and deliver to those who are uh, less fortunate, who may be hungry at this time. So we're just um, getting ready for where God has taken us, even mm. while we're yet growing. Wow. <laughs> we're doing great big things I for a church it. that's growing. That is awesome. So that, that shows you just not a church that just stands still you a moving church okay you are the church so i love yes. it yes that is yes. awesome wow yes, we are. well this have been a pleasure pastor peaches my cousin i really appreciate you being on tiff the truth and god bless you and your ministry and continue saving souls because that's definitely what you're doing you're bringing people to god and that's what it's all about so thank you so much for your ministry Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really have been blessed being a part of the show. Thank you again, and God bless you. It's an honor. Thank you so much, and I love you, and I want you to get you some rest now, because <laughs> I know you're a busy <laughs> oh. lady. <laughs> okay, I love you too, and God bless you, and God bless all of those in the listening audience. Okay, and we'll talk to you real soon. Okay, okay. bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show, and I want to thank my special guest, Pastor Peaches, for such an awesome show. And she gave us a lot of information that we can take and we can reflect on and we can work on getting our own houses in order. So at this time, I just would like to leave what I call Tiff the Truth Thoughts. So you wanted to know, is Christianity a lifestyle or a religion? It is a lifestyle. It's just having a personal relationship and connection with God. Choose God. I know life is not always easy. And even when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's still going to be some challenges. You're still going to have some ups and downs and highs and lows. But the good news is you won't do it alone. God will be with you every step of the way. So choose God. Choose God while you can. It's never too late to get your house in order. God bless all of you. And I hope that you take care of your families and take care of yourselves. And don't forget to smile because it looks good on you. I'll talk to you again on next Monday for a new episode on Tiff the Truth. This is your girl, Tough Tiff. Bye.